It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama made it, ma. Anything's possible. Rainy days. Jump shot fade away. This the best Celtics podcast day to day. I get excited about it like when Tatum play a Jalen on the breakaway or Kyrie when he make a trade. And nothing like the terrible analysts on the TV. So in depth that after you play it, you got a repeat. So in depth they might do an hour about the D League. So in depth you probably should pay him, but it's a freebie. Yeah, Corrales Packard and J. King locked on trying to get the 18th ring. And well wishes go to Gordon. Listen after every game is very important, Millie. Welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making this part of your regular routine. We're here for you as often as we need to be. And oh boy, are we going to need to do a lot this week. Schedule's out. We haven't talked about it. We're going to break the whole damn thing down. Every game. Whole thing. And we're all through us together to tripod our way through it. Me, John Corrales, Sam Jam Packard, J. King the Great. We're all here together. I prefer the god. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I was the great. He's the great, I'm the god. And I don't know what Corrales is. I don't know if the god is something we've all settled on. I mean, you know, <laughs> as the great, and you, I feel you certainly like, have a god complex, but... Yeah, I feel like there's a, a vote here, and I'm not... I'm not Right now, I'm currently not feeling your uh, things going in your favor. Well, we're, we're all gods. Oh, so it's a multi-theistic society. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're all gods, but you're the god. Like I'm a god, but you're the god. Like you're like Zeus, and I'm like Poseidon. Yeah, I, I like that. I'll, I'll be Zeus. <laughs> oh yeah, just carry oh, I'll, okay, I'll take sure. Zeus. I'll be no problem. <laughs> the god of confidence. That's it. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the god of comebacks. Before we get to the schedule, Gordon Hayward dunked on somebody today, and everybody went nuts for the video. Uh, I like what I saw. He's out there. He's dunking on people. That's nice. Yeah. It, it's always funny because we knew Gordon Hayward was going to be able to play five-on-five-ish right around now. and that. But when you see him dunking, it's like, oh, shit. Gordon Hayward's coming back. <laughs> oh, he's an NBA player. <laughs> Those video, the videos always slam it home. Like, okay, a few days ago, Gordon Hayward was like sliding back and forth, catching tennis balls or whatever it was, and now he's dunking on a fool. So it, he's he's progressing. <laughs> he's probably playing five on five or close to it by now. He'll be playing five on five soon if he's not already. And he can also dunk on his white boy defender in... Yeah, did he really dunk on someone? He kind of dunked near someone as they no, flailed the track. I call that one a dunk. I think he dunked on someone. Uh, can, can I just point this out? He jumped off the right leg. I was going to say the same thing. Just saying. Just saying. He didn't jump off the left foot, which was an interesting thing to me. Yeah, because the, a new video then. the right leg is usually the off leg for righties. So righty, a righty driving right, going 
usually is going up off of the left foot. So if you want to get, you know, this is total August whatever speculation. Gordon Hayward can't dunk on his broken left foot. You heard it here first, folks. I'm scared. <laughs> Either off your left foot, you coward. <laughs> Either way, explosive move. Explosive move. It's good to see Gordon Hayward dunking again. I think we can all agree on that, even if it was with his right leg. I don't remember ever seeing him dunking before, though. Can we? Yeah, he's, he can get up there, man. What? I mean, I mean I'm sure he can. He's an NBA player, but I just don't. I don't think of Gordon Hayward as dunking. But so it was, it was oh, just cool to see well, You gotta, you gotta reverse that. Gordon Hayward is a high flyer. Don't, don't let his skin color fool you. That man can fly. I mean, that's. He's not going like between the legs and throw. I don't know. Maybe he can. I bet he yeah, could. He, he can keep it up there. He, he's he's throwing down some pretty pretty sick dunks. He's, he can get up. Can we talk so, about this weird request to have uh, Daddy's always happy be a chant at the TV Garden? Uh yeah. I think uh, I think he's trying to make the best of an awkward situation and trying to own it. He's got to let that one go. Nice. It's it's time yeah. to let that one go. Hashtagging yeah. it and everything. Daddy's always happy. It was funny. And it, it went viral because it was funny. But he, he's beating that drum too much. He's got to let that one go. Yeah, this is not it, something that's a, going to go on a t-shirt or anything like that. It was, I just saw a t-shirt uh, for it just today. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw that t-shirt as well. Well, it's not going to go on a popular t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of a funny t-shirt. It's better as a t-shirt than is a chant. There's no way a chant that says, Daddy's always happy is ever going to result in anything other than just horrible, horrible uncomfortness for everyone inside the building. That's going to be a t-shirt that some 50-year-old guy is wearing at oh, a barbecue God. with New Balance sneakers on. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's kind of Gordon Hayward's exact brand. That's his, yes. yes. Uh, so, alright. So, Daddy's always happy and uh, he dunked on a dude. Okay. Schedule's out. We're just going to break it all down and I'll keep... Score. Uh, I'll write it down. Doing what? And at the end, we'll figure out what we think the Celtics are going to do. And we're going to spread this whole thing out over the rest of the week. Four podcasts, whole schedule, wins and losses. Ready? I'm really hoping that the record comes out to 69 and 13. Because that's what the Rifts man, his prophecy said that the Celtics schedule is going to be. So I'm going to try and uh, fix the stats so that can not can't keep that your own count. It has to happen organically. You have to think that these oh, things Oh, I'm are not going to do any work to put that in. I'm just hoping that it ends up that way. But uh, I'm just going to let it fly. I just want to let the record state, I have not looked at the schedule in full yet. I, I, am, I am trying to be as committed to vacation as possible. And so I know some highlighted games. I know I'll be going on the road in November. I know not much beyond that so i am looking at the schedule for the first time while i speak to the listener gods <laughs> all right well it doesn't matter because this is this is unscientific we're just going to go by feel here i'm not i haven't done any research we're just going to go by feel and we'll see so opening night philly at home win that's a win i'm going to say that after every game you say um apologize in advance now Okay, so 82 and 0. We'll just put Sam. Oh down no, there. no, it's not going to be a win or a, it could be a loss, but I'm going to yell out uh, what I think is going to happen. 92, oh, 84 Celtics. Jeez, 
we're gonna, let's not go crazy here with scores on each one of these. <laughs> put, put me down for a win. I, you know, I don't think I don't think they're gonna commit here. Like that, that's gonna be a big emotional Gordon Hayward starting. That's all the Ben Simmons is a coward chance that are gonna be oh going on there. God. It feels like that's really built up the the Cold War of the Sixers yeah. Celtics rivalry really took a step up this year in the off season. And so I think that's going to be a, a fun opening night. People are just – we're only halfway through the, the offseason. I saw a tweet today that it's been 65 days since the NBA Finals. And we have 65 days until the uh, opening of the season. It feels like it's been years since there was actual basketball. I don't know if I can make it another half of the, half of the offseason. Ooh. We're going to do it. Question. Are you guys a little – a little aggravated that they're playing the Sixers in both like the marquee games, opening night and Christmas. No, C- I mean, couldn't the NBA show a little creativity, spice it up a little, maybe a little. They want them to play instead. Celtics kind of got to be an Eastern Conference person if they're going to play them either opening night. Like they, I, I'd like to see them play the Lakers on, Cel- on Christmas. Celtics Lakers Christmas would have been dope. That's what I. That's what I want. But they're they're pushing hard to get this Boston Philly rivalry. Reignited. They're Every really pushing that hard. Sixers uh, Celtics game is on national television. All four of them, which is kind of wild. I don't know if that's ever happened before. I'm going to say it hasn't, but I'm not going to fact check it. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably not, but you know, maybe maybe it has. But they're they're really really riding that hard. Uh, the only other team they could play, uh, well, they're probably two. They they could play. They could put Giannis in there, but eh, you know, whatever. They're they could play the Raptors, but they're not going to put the Raptors on any of those big games because those ratings don't count. The, the ratings from Canada don't count in the national rating. So that's why the Raptors are never really included in any of these big things because they're, they're, they can't factor that into their numbers. So it's, that's why the Knicks get a game and Toronto doesn't. So sorry. Celtics-Lakers was sitting up there on a tee. All they had to do yeah. was hit the damn thing. Yeah, and they didn't. They gave us... They gave us the Sixers. So, yeah, so we get to meme our way through Christmas. That's fine. That's fine. Speaking of the Raptors, uh, after two days off, the Celtics go to Toronto. Loss. Whoa. Loss, eh? The Celtics never really play uh, the Raptors well in Toronto. And the Toronto Raptors, they have this Kawhi Leonard guy. I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, I don't know. I just think there's a – it's a – the Celtics could win, but I just think they, it's it's tough to go to Toronto and win a game just because they have a pretty solid basketball squadron. Hot take. The Celt- the Raptors have a new coach. They have a new star player. They will have to figure some things out. Celtics win. I like it. I don't even think that was too hot a take. but No, that sounded yeah. very reasonable. You almost it's convinced great. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're... We're great at a lot of things. We're not great at hot takes. No, we're so every, bad at hot takes. Every time we say hot take, it's always a very well-reasoned, marginally like emotional take. That's Jay, it. we got to get your brother on to teach us how to have a hot take. Your brother has hot takes like crazy. Shout to Tom like, King. He's walking flamethrower. He's, he's a very reasoned man when you actually talk to him. Very reasoned man. Not wow. in 140 or 280 characters, though, man. That guy's got some takes, and I like it. They're spicy. <laughs> I am also – see, I'm afraid I'm, I'm going to be picking this a lot. I think they're going to win that game. So, And then they go back-to-back. Back I thought I was the biggest homer on the podcast. Wow. Well, look, I, I just <laughs> – we'll All right. All right. 
back to back in New York. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, they're gonna win in New York. But back to back, I was gonna, I was ready to write a loss. That could be a sixty point win. So bad. That could be a sixty point win. Especially because the Knicks don't have Michael Bees anymore, and he can't score thirty points and get MVP chance. Like maybe Kevin Knox will one day be as good as Michael Beasley, but not in Game Three. So you, you're gonna you're gonna win there. Uh, then so that's a Saturday game. Sunday off. Monday at home against Orlando. Magic are hot garbage. Celtics are gonna smoke them. Yeah, but I'm very excited for Mo Bamba's uh, first uh, appearance with his giant arms in the TD Garden. They better play Mambo number five. Um, that's my only request. Celtics win. <laughs> okay, so so okay. Uh, now we're going to OKC. Two days off, they go to OKC. OKC beats them. Yeah, I'm gonna say loss. OKC, also, tough place to play. They have yeah, they have not done well. They've had some close games. Russell Westbrook and Marcus Smart have had some good battles, but OKC normally pulls it out. The Celtics don't really seem to have an answer for Russell Westbrook. Not that many people do, but uh, he's quite good. Yeah, that's my hot take. I also I, think the Thunder are going to be improved. I think their defense is going to be really great, or has a chance to be really great at least, and losing Carmelo will actually help them. So I'm on the Thunder train right now. And they get Robertson back. Who yeah, that's a huge thing. much better when he was on the floor. Yep. Robertson, no Melo, equals win over the Celtics. Yep. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yeah, that, that's the loss, mainly because I have to pick the loss somewhere. And I feel like I don't feel like they're going to sweep their way through this month because they're going after that. They have Friday off Saturday in Detroit and then two days off. They come home to face Detroit again. I think those are two wins. Okay, so this is a little basketball nerdy for a stupid schedule podcast. But I'm interested to see whether Brad Stevens goes with a small Al Horford, Gordon Hayward starting lineup against Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. And just tries to three ball the piss out of them, or goes to Aaron Baines and goes more traditional. I think, I think if you go small, the Pistons have no shot to guard them. Plus, the Pistons, do they even have guards on their roster? Uh, no. Reggie Jackson's a guard. <laughs> Reggie Jackson, yeah, he's a guy. He's a body. What about the, this could be the Stanley Johnson breakout year? Or that other guy that they drafted. Who? Luke Kennard? Yeah, he's great. But my favorite thing Jay Crowder probably ever said was when he compared Jalen Brown to Stanley Johnson. I don't know why that was so funny, but it was just the most random comparison. And he said it super complimentary. Like, like oh, man, this, this kid Jalen, like, he came in here. He's looking so good. He, he reminds me of Stanley Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, uh, Stanley has not panned out since then, and Jalen so far has. Um, so Stan, Stanley's got a ways to go to kind of make that a, a better comparison from my man Jay Crowder. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams. NFL teams making bold final moves before the start of the season. 
From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. The Tennessee Titans have announced a one-year deal with linebacker Jadavion Clowney, reportedly worth $15 million. Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans tells you if it's going to be enough to get Tennessee back to the AFC title game. In other moves around the league, the Miami Dolphins named Ryan Fitzpatrick starting quarterback, which means Tua will be back up for the time being. And the Detroit Lions have agreed to a one-year deal with running back Adrian Peterson. Peterson was released by the Washington football team last Friday. For more NFL news and analysis, subscribe to the new Peacock and Williamson NFL show and listen to a brand new lineup on Locked On NFL. They'll have division previews every day this week. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so that's the end of October. And well, we're flying got, through. Yeah, well, I mean, it's only a few games here. So we've got the Celtics at, uh, you've got them at what, three and two, no, wait, hold on. Let's, did you guys, did you guys, you didn't pick, you got two wins here for Detroit or what? Uh, both, both Celtics wins. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that is... Seven games, so we've got. Uh, I've got them at down for one loss, so six and one. Jay has them at six and one. And the Sam, Sam five Packer and has them at five and two. Wow. Uh, Man, people Milwaukee, are gonna be so upset if they're five and two after after October. Oh my God, you're you're, you're screwing them over, man. Milwaukee uh, on the first, so that Detroit game is. Uh, They have Milwaukee. Halloween hangover. Who's going to have it? Um, Giannis, I bet, likes candy. So maybe he'll be not performing well. I think it's going to be a Celtics win just because the last four times they've played the Bucks at home, they've won. Like it? Uh, I don't hate it. I'm going Bucks win. I'm going Bucks win. I think the Bucks are going to be an improved squad this year. I think they were poised to take a step forward anyway because Giannis is just going to keep emerging as an absolute monster but then you add Budenholzer and you add some shooters around Giannis all of a sudden that's that's a scary team that's a dangerous team I think the Bucks are the first team to beat Boston in Boston okay I'm gonna go with the win there but that, that's fair that's fair Jay with a hot take Saturday uh Indiana on the road something's starting a road trip now they're going to have a five-game road trip in November. This is the one you were talking about, Jim. Yep. Saturday at Indiana, November 3rd. I'm going to say I'm going to say they start this with a loss. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a, just a feeling. Indiana played them tough last year. Um, they, there's the crazy Terry Rozier game uh, with the game-winning steal and layup. Um, but I'm going to think that Gordon Hayward and Brad Stevens reconnecting in the state of Indiana is going to be um, – you talk about uh, Kyrie and Oracle and, like, the different auras. I just think, like, the, the Midwestern charm that's going to be baked into that game will make the Celtics unstoppable. Put them down for a win. That banker's life fieldhouse aura around Gordon exactly. Hayward. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the bounce back win after, after the tough loss to Giannis in the box. 
then the Pacers. The Pacers are a weird team to me this year. I don't know if they're any good. I know they had a decent year last year. I know they were pretty young. Did they do anything to get better? Was uh, they got Tyreek Evans? So sweet, bro. <laughs> you don't like Tyreek the Freak? Tyreek gets his. Tyreek, I'm not sure he does a lot to help a basketball team. So I'm not a big Tyreek guy. I've never been a big empty numbers guy. I've never been a, a big Kylo Quinn guy, though. Huge Kylo. Quinn. Yeah, I, I've seen some people say the the Pacers might have one of the best benches in the league. And I just do not see it. Um, but maybe that's just me. Maybe maybe other people are right on, and I'm just a moron, even though I'm also the god. So <laughs> We'll see. We're going to revisit this podcast on November 4th and see whether or not Jay King was right or about the Pacers. I, I imagine the god was right on. <laughs> Day off. Monday night in Denver. Let's not forget about the altitude, guys. This will be their first game in altitude. First one. I'm going to say this is their first losing streak. They lose two. Two in a row. Ooh. Indiana to Denver is a weird trip. Denver is a tough place to play. Isaiah versus Celtics could be cool. The Nuggets can't guard a soul, and they're not going to be able to guard the Celtics. Celtics win 195 to 184. <laughs> I love it. I'm also going to go with a with a Celtics win. Uh, I don't think the Celt- uh, the Nuggets have any defense, um, and despite Jokic being a passing machine, I don't know how much they got really that much better uh, in the offseason. Jokic is my favorite player, to, maybe to watch in the entire league. He's just. Chunky slinging dimes. <laughs> I, I love it. I absolutely live for Jokic's entire being. If he ever gets in shape, like great shape, I'm out. Totally out on the Jokic experience. <laughs> but as long as he's like this pudgy, pudgy dude just slinging dimes over his head, I'm in. I'm all in on Jokic. Celebrate his entire catalog. Yep. The last time we were in Denver, Jay, we recorded that podcast from the, the top – level and you were terrified of uh, the heights i remember that that's when i learned you that were you weren't a heights guy yeah I'm, I'm i'm petrified of heights i am not good at being high off the ground which is good because i i never did get high off the ground as a player didn't you just <laughs> move to a place with a roof deck i've had a roof deck <laughs> um you've been to my roof deck multiple times i am um, podcasted off the roof deck. i'm moving to a place with a balcony which the listener gods have been to your roof deck. The listener gods have been to my roof deck. The listener gods have enjoyed the the beautiful baritones from the roof deck. <laughs> <laughs> Two days off, then we go to Phoenix. Phoenix, Thursday, November eighth. That's a win. That's a win. I think I think the podcast gods might be able to beat actually the Suns will be better. The Suns will be better. Devin Bucker is a year older. Josh Jackson is a year older. Trevor Ariza will help give them some respectability. But their bigs are just trash. Dragon Bender, Marquise Chris. Can't, w- can't win with them. Can't play with them. Can't do it. Aiden could be good. We'll see. Uh, I- I'm an Aiden guy. But 
Aiden's weird. Like, I, I don't know if he's just having fun or what, but I don't know, man. It, something about him just strikes me as – I'm not sure. I don't know. Something about him just seems a little off. I, I can't even put my finger on it. Like his, his personality or – Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a personality thing. It might just – I and I admit it's just me just – I have uh, – I've only – I'm only basing that on a few off, you know, comments that – I'm not ready to be married to that take. He may be very good. Okay, so so this was a hot take. We'll throw this, this out there as a hot take. Like couch, and you, and you, you should have gone with the heat. No, I mean, it's crazy. You can't play with that guy. Look right. at all the things he said. I can't. I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm not great at hot takes. I'm not, I'm not a hot take guy, for sure. But the, the, right now, there's just something about him, just the way he's, I don't know. Like, even like the little things, the littlest tiny things, like when that, that, video of everybody walking out to the floor where uh, at the rookie photo shoot and he's like oh man it's already cameras in my face like relax dude of yes it's a fucking photo shoot <laughs> there's gonna be cameras in your face that's what you're there for he's a rookie that's man just let him let him live and learn nope i'm with john on this one out on eight and trash <laughs> <finger's> gonna be <laughs> a bust <laughs> fair, uh, fair enough so, yeah we all got wins in phoenix Back-to-back, uh, -back, Utah, Gordon Hayward's first night back against uh, his former team. Hold on. Before we say win or losses, do you think the people of Utah are going to be nice and give them an ovation or be no. mean? Because I'm definitely leaning towards mean because they've been very mad online ever since he left. But it's been a long time. A long time. The people of Utah hold a grudge. You don't know anything about the Mormon faith. I, I, think, I, thi <laughs> I think he'll get like – I think I. I think there'll be some boos, but I don't think it'll be like like it would have been last year if he had gone and played. Um, and I, I think number one, they're still really good. Like they've moved on from it. They've gotten Donovan Mitchell, Gordon Hayward. I, I don't know. I I just don't see them being ruthless to him. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I, I do. And then it's tough to be ruthless to the guy who lost an entire year on a broken ankle and is just coming back. I don't think they care. I don't know. I think the vicious people of Utah, that they're famous for their vitriol and their hatred. I think they're going to rain booze down upon Gordon Hayward. I'm not and look, I'm not going to paint the entire Utah media as, as being, you know, unnaturally mean about it, but there have been some very horrible takes. All by that Hayward. one dude, Gordon Munson. Is that that <laughs> oh, I forgot about Gordy Munson. No, yeah. I think there. I thought I saw some stuff from some other people, but yeah, that guy and has I, been especially bad, like, horribly bad. Gordo, Gordo Munson. Uh, he might be booing. He might be booing. Anyway, Jazz, Jazz beat the Celtics. Ja oh, Jazz win. You get the Jazz win. Yeah, Utah back to back. The Jazz are gonna be damn good this year. I'm also okay. not convinced they're going to be much better, but that's just a that's a me thing. I think I think Gordon goes off. I think Gordon wins the game, and then just talks shit to the entire crowd. Flips off the crowd, hits a game winner, <laughs> like moon moons the crowd. The shot even goes up, like rips off a jersey and reveals a shirt that says "fuck Utah" on it. Yeah, exactly. Just balls in the air, horn goes off. Middle fingers go up, then the ball goes through. And then, he goes, put more alcohol in your beer, cowards. Get, 
gives a walk-off interview to Abby Chen and tells her nobody likes living in Utah. Boom. <laughs> Uh, sad thing, like, he actually did, like, you know, that's, that's Daddy's always <laughs> All right. <laughs> Night off, and then they finish up the road trip in Portland. That's, uh, Celtics W. Yeah, Portland, I don't know, man. Portland's, Portland's the most the, oddly constructed team in the Western Conference. They were the number three seed in the West. Yeah, they got they, their asses kicked. Yeah, yeah. That's facts. In a in a conference that like if they had just lost two more games, it would have been like the seventh seed or something. All right. Is this gonna be the end of a long road trip though? Like I feel like there's always those stats like the end of a long road trip or the first game back is always like a a struggle for certain teams. I don't know if that applies to the to the Celtics. I feel like the Celtics have been pretty good on especially on like second night of back to backs on the road and like road trip things, but that is a thing people say. What do you got? Win or loss? I'm going to go with a win. Uh, I don't really believe in the Portland team, um, even though E.T. is uh, just a great person. I'm going to go with loss. This is the first losing Wait. streak for the Celtics. I thought you just said win. Yeah, well, I take it back. <laughs> I convinced it with my stat about uh, last night of a road trip. I take it back. Celtics Celtics get beat. Evan Turner, game winner. <laughs> You're up to date on your favorite team, but what about the competition? Here we go! John Hollinger and Nate Duncan are evaluating every bubble contender on Hollinger and Duncan. Rejecting the screen goes behind the scenes with in-depth interviews and the Locked On NBA podcast is recapping games daily. Let the Locked On NBA network of podcasts take care of your NBA bubble scouting reports. Hollinger and Duncan, rejecting the screen, the Locked On NBA Podcast. Subscribe to the best trio of NBA podcasts on the planet, wherever you get your podcasts. Off, I'm putting in the loss column. All right. And then Chicago. We're going to start speeding up this. Uh, first, first game back from the long road trip. It's always a problem, but this is the Bulls. Yeah. Well, the Bulls played the, the Celtics pretty tough last year. Remember that game in Chicago that was just atrocious and the Celtics lost by like 30? I'm pretty sure Kyrie wasn't playing and then Horford got hurt in the middle of the game, uh, but it was bad. Well, was that the one where Marcus Smart did the ninja thing or was that a different game? Um, I think that was a later Chicago game. There was one Chicago game I was at and I just remember them like immediately David Mwaba just took over um, and it, was, it wasn't a, a fun time. It was yeah that that one was one of the uglier performances the Celtics had all last year. I still think they may have three hundred points against Zach Levine, Jabari Parker, and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a three hundred seven to seventy two win. That's gonna do wonders for the point differential. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be big. Uh, Sam, you got to win there. Oh yeah, yeah. I I want if this was anybody else, I might pick the loss. It's going to be, like, honestly, like, one of those ugly wins. Like, they're they're going to be tired. Everybody's going to, like, settle for jumpers. They should score a ton of points, but they won't. It's going to be, like, 89 to 86. It's going to be something stupid. But I think Kyrie scores 45 in this game. Okay. Sure. Fine. Yeah, why not? I feel like Kyrie gets up for the big ones, though. Kyrie, Chicago, 
I don't know. All right, I feel like Jason Tatum scores 36 in this game. There we go. <laughs> I'm on board. Night off. This is a three-game and four-night stretch. They play the Raptors. That, See, this is the thing. We're operating on three different uh, timelines here, and so I think because in, in the Jam universe, they lost the earlier Toronto game, they're going to want revenge, and this is going to be a win. Okay, so I already think the Celtics want revenge on the Raptors already. Like, they are entering the season wanting revenge on the Raptors. They uh, what? what did the Raptors do? The Raptors, they were like one of the few teams the Celtics didn't play well against most of last season. The Raptors kind of had their number. They beat them by 20-ish one game, uh, at least one, one game, maybe two games. So uh, at least a couple of Celtics players have pointed out that the Raptors gave them trouble. And that they want to beat the Raptors. I think that's a thing. I think that's an actual thing. The Celtics already are entering the season wanting vengeance against the Raptors. So I'm going to go with another Celtics win against the Raptors. Or maybe Kawhi just suffocates up. But I'm still sticking with my Celtics win prediction. I'm going with a win because of their their earlier loss in the in the Jam universe. <laughs> The Jammiverse. No, it didn't work. Let's go with Jammiverse. Next night, back-to-back, Utah again. They get Utah now the second time, both on back-to-backs. This time at home. What do you think? I, uh, I don't know what Utah's one. schedule is going to be, but um, I'm going to go with a win again because of the, the revenge factor because they just lost in Utah a week before. The revenge factor is big for you. Oh yeah, it's huge. It's what it pretty much dictates most of my decisions. Yeah, that that's a big one for you. Uh I'm gonna go with uh, victory as well. I'll go. I'll go with victory. Yeah, why not? <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm gonna look at the Jazz schedule. So since Jam brought it up, why not look at it? Uh, this has to be one of the. Like few East Coast trips for the for the Jazz, you would think so. Maybe they're on a crazy back to backers long well, trip. Who knows? Here's here's I'll I'll throw this out. To John knows. Utah's another team that could be really interesting matchup wise. Derek Favors and Rudy Gobert against Hayward and Horford. That would be. I would love if Brad just stays small and just tries to blitz bigger teams like that. I think. Keep mentioning Hayward as the power forward. What makes you think it's going to be him over Tatum? I don't think that matters. Or whatever. It's Tatum, Hayward, Jalen. Ben's keepers in that scenario. I feel like Tatum, even though he's a, 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 like a slim guy, I think he's getting bigger. I feel like he's a bigger and longer frame. Again. Like, and I feel like he's a might be a better matchup for some power forwards. Either way, whatever the case may be, the Celtics are positionless. Throw any of them out there. Uh, but I, I'm interested to see if he does stay small, what happens in those matchups. So th- that's that's like what I'm one of the things I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing about this Celtics team is how well they can hold off teams with two big guys when they downsize. That it'll be it'll be really fun to watch the the dynamics of of those clashes. I'm in. I'm in. I'll let you guys take back your predictions because here's the, the Utah, since we brought it up. Utah is on a, a road trip. It's a six, 
five-game road trip, and they are on a back-to-back. In Boston, they play Philly the night before. So they play, they play, and this is also their third game in four nights. So they're in a similar situation as the Celtics. They are also on their third game in four nights, and they are also coming off a back-to-back, and their previous game is against Philly. So keeping it as a Celtics win because of all the, re- the revenge and all the things you just mentioned. All the revenge. All the revenge. Jay? It- it's tough to play a coward one night and then play a real squad the next. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just a joke, guys. But still, I, I'm, I'm sticking with the Celtics. Sure. Sure. I'll do, uh, uh, see, I picked them to win the last time. So the, the Jazz revenge is going to be up there. Yeah, I mean, you got to factor in the revenge. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's going to be something. And, you know, they're, they're each going to get each other. <laughs> the revenge is everywhere. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm gonna put that down as a loss. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it down as a loss. Uh, Celtics then go to Charlotte uh, that next Monday. Day off, go to Charlotte. Charlotte, I think Charlotte's gonna be better than they were last. I've year. got nothing I, to I, say about Charlotte. That's a Celtics one. Yeah, I think Charlotte's gonna be um, not good. Charlotte, m- they might be the most boring team in the league. Yeah, and I'm a Kemba guy. I like Kemba. But the yeah, Hornets are just boring. I don't know. I, I, okay. Who did they draft this year? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember. I don't Probably remember. a guy. Was it it's one of the guy. Bridges? Probably drafted one of the Bridges. It was It was a Bridges. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I'm not going to look it up. It was, Mile, it was Miles Bridges. And last year they drafted. Dramatically, it should be it was a Bridge. <laughs> Moving forward, <laughs> Wednesday night, Knicks home. That's a win. They're, they can't lose to the Knicks. Hawks and Mavericks also wins. Yep. I'm going to say they lose to the Mavericks there because they're due for a dumb loss. Ooh. There's always some dumb losses in the team. Like a, a road back to back, Atlanta to Dallas, and they have to go back to New Orleans. So I think they're uh, a dumb loss on the road for. Uh, they run into Doncic, and they don't, they don't know what to do with him. I interrupt this podcast to say that Shabazz Muhammad has agreed to return to the Milwaukee Bucks. So well, now we got to go back and redo the entire. God season. damn it! It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate the Prunster is not in Milwaukee to insert Shabazz Muhammad into a vital playoff game. I I miss the Prunster. The Prunster was electric. It was a roller coaster. And he, he gave the Celtics as many troubles as anyone, really. So, shouts to the Prunster. The, right. A short-lived interim experience. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up with two more games on the road uh, after a day off in New Orleans. I don't know what to make. New Orleans is interesting. Uh, they, you know, they get Julius Randle. They have one great player, and that's it. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, Drew Holiday is pretty good. At okay, yeah, that was disrespectful to Drew Holiday. I yeah. I apologize to Drew Holiday and all of his <laughs> all of his brothers. But yeah, they are they I think Randall can be can work with. And it's look, it's not great. Play. Randall helped the Lakers win so many games. 
saying it's not going to be a good game. I think New Orleans beats the Celtics. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is fantastic. End of a long road trip. First real team they will, the Celtics will have played in a while. Boom, Anthony yeah. Davis, forty-seven and nineteen to win. I think Anthony Davis goes five-five-five in a loss. Uh, Celtics win, but Anthony Davis falls out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, Jay convinced me going with the loss. Ooh. Here's the problem with Jay is he has that title with the Athletic, and he says something, and you go, "Hmm." Maybe this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I've looked at the schedule once now. Plus, I've accepted him as my god at this point, so I'm going to follow him. <laughs> Giving in. Drop to your knees. Say a few Hail Marys to Jay King. Uh, end, of the, end of the month, act, uh, Cleveland at home. So That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that one probably going to be a win. That's a win. So... Although I'm a big Colin Sexton guy. Why is that? Just because he slapped the defense in summer league or slapped the floor? I I, I just think Colin Sexton, there's a... Strong name. Strong name. Definitely. There's a bit of a maniacal side to him in the way that I appreciate. Like, he is... He's a guy who truly lives for competition. And when he's in competition, kind of loses control of his emotions to some extent. And I'm big on guys like that. I uh, I can appreciate that Little type of mentality. But it's not like he's out there doing totally stupid shit. He's just out there like like in a KG frenzy. Obviously, nobody's at the KG level of frenziness, but he's in that like that mind state where he could do anything, and he could slap the floor, he could bark like a dog, he could. Do just about anything, and I, I appreciate that about him. He's he's a competitive motherfucker. Right, but the Cavs team is still a six trash. for again. They're going to lose. Trash. trash. Okay. He will so, probably go six for nineteen that game. <laughs> but he'll do it ferocious. Yes. October, November, done. And we're all pretty close. We're all within a couple of games of each other. Worked out that Sam is the most optimistic at eighteen and four. Woo. At this Sports point, optimism for the win. Jay King has them seventeen and five. I have them sixteen and six. So we're all pretty close. You know, it's that's fine. That's that sounds about right. You went sixteen to eighteen of those games. You're on a pretty good pace at that point. So after twenty two games, we have the Celtics at a pretty solid pace. I mean, that's what uh, sixty mid sixties at that point. So. I think now that we've come to the quarter mark, uh, it's time for a new segment called uh, Jam's Dumb Questions. And so for the first 20 games, I got two of them. Uh, who's the player uh, you're most excited to see who is going to be coming into the TD Garden? So of the home games, Sixers, Magic, Pistons, Bucks, Bulls, Raptors, Jazz, Knicks, and Cleveland Cavaliers. Hello, Kawhi. Most excited to see, I think. I think that uh, probably takes all. Look, Kawhi's not the most dynamic personality. I, I think it's between Kawhi or Donovan Mitchell. There's not other much star power. Although, have we seen Blake Griffin as a as a Pistons player in Boston? I feel like we have. Uh, I feel like who cares? <laughs> not a Blake guy. No, I I used to love Blake, man. When Blake was still awesome, 
Uh, Blake, Blake, I feel like has has already fallen off a little bit. I, he's still good, but when he was when he was a dime slinger back in the day, and when Chris Paul was out in that playoffs and he averaged like 25, 12, and eight or whatever it was, he was unbelievable to watch. He he could run point guard. He was a hell of a rebounder. He could fly. He just doesn't fly like that anymore. So I, I can't I can't mess with Blake like I used to. Yeah, I I discarded him. I'm going to say, uh, my, like, I love Giannis, so I'm always excited to see Giannis. Although, uh, I am very interested in Kevin Knox, and I think he's going to be... Kevin a, a, Knox, bro? Yeah. Of all the people going to the TD Garden, you're going with Kevin Knox, bro? Yeah. I just said I love Giannis. I might have. I might have to. I might have to resign from the podcast. I'm just saying. I'm very interested to see how his rookie year is going to go, and I'm very interested to see him. I think. I think he's going to be a pretty good player, and I'm interested in seeing him. That's all. I I think that is a fine take. I also like Kevin Knox, but of all the guys coming into the garden, he's not my choice. My choice is Ben Simmons because I want to see how he deals with the uh, the carrotus chance. I think that's. I think he's just going to start launching threes and then pointing at Packard. Yeah, but if he can only do it if he makes them, if he misses them wildly, at least we can't call him a coward, but we can still make fun of him. And if he's pointing at me and I'm wearing a Yurik heat, uh, a shoot a three coward shirt, I think that's just good old fashioned fun. I agree. I don't think Ben Simmons knows who I am. I bet Kevin Cox, Kevin Knox will shoot a three, though. He will, and I will be so excited to see it. <laughs> It'll be pretty cool. <laughs> I, I never I watched a lot of Kevin Knox workout videos, and let me tell you, they're pretty interesting. Any other dumb questions? Oh yes, my second dumb question for the first quarter of the season: Which road city is Jay King most likely to get a bar fight in? <laughs> Utah. I, I like that one. When he, when he demands alcohol in their drinks. Yeah, they do. They have like 3% Bud Lights. And so I think oh, because okay. of that, the less alcohol, I will say this. less likely for Jay King to get in the bar. Fight. I would say probably Oklahoma City. And I, I only say that because the one time I went to a bar in Oklahoma City, there was a fight there. And Andre Robertson was there earlier in the night. And then later in the night, he was there for like two seconds. <laughs> and then later in the night, fight broke out, and that was about all that happened. It was it was a it was a nice little brawl too. It was right next to me. I I almost thought I was going to get in the mix by accident. These these guys were just really going at it. Um, but so it, also someone was very disrespectful. That was when I had a, a little uh, brony tail, and wow. and some dude. Bumped me on purpose and then said, my girlfriend has that same haircut. And I was like, oh, first of all, uh, cool. And, uh, but if, if, I was, if I was still in my college days, I probably would have swung on the dude. You talk about that revenge factor. It sounds like Jay King's jonesing for a fight in Oklahoma City. Uh, no, no I, 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 I'm not like that these days. I am very peaceful. I smiled and returned to my conversation 
and had a had a fun night. Well, here's a question: What is your hair going to look like on uh, October twenty fifth? It's it's beautiful now. I got got a beautiful cut. Uh, anyway, I need you to look forward. I'll hey, probably getting that athletic money. He's going to get these regular cuts now. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think he kind of likes to let it grow. I'm known to get crazy with my hair. Um, I'm known to look like that guy's girlfriend sometimes. <laughs> so you gotta consult with her and see whatever she's doing with her hair, and then get the same haircut. That's and then fight the guy. <laughs> Lull him into another comment, and then yeah. s- then smack him around <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I'm down. All right, you guys heard it here first. JK gonna fight a random guy in Oklahoma City on the night of the 25th of October. Awesome. Looking forward to that. Any other dumb questions? Um, no, I think I'll save them for the next batch of 20 games. Okay, great. So why don't we wrap it up there? We'll we'll just keep on going. We're going to do the rest of the season uh, as the rest of the week continues. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast for that. Give us that five-star rating. Give us that good review. And listen to us, the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.